Hello, Hashtag Verse TV family. Welcome. It's week 187. I'm Aaron Mack, and I will pass these reins on to my good friend, Basic Complexity, who will take it away with our song, starting with our song segment for week 187. Basic Complexity, take it away, friend. That way. Okay. <laughs> All right. First off, I want to say, hey, sir, everybody. Um, this is Basic Complexity, aka Kevin. Um, and what I do, and some of you all might be aware of this, I typically try to switch it every week. Uh, new school song, old school song, and then switch. So this week, I'm gonna start with the fairly old school song, <laughs> and it was the song Vibrant Thing by Q-Tip. And like, no, honestly, back in the day, the song came out in 99. And yeah, significantly younger. But um, just the song in general was the jam when it came out. And it just wet everybody in that party mood. And like I said, it came out back in 99. That's why. Music has truly come quite a ways. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> truly. For better or for worse, right? Um, I, I, I'm not going to say for better or for worse. I, I, I don't want to be that guy. Um, that's come quite a ways. Peter, oh, in the um, sorry, there was one last thing I wanted to mention. First, um, if you all are curious about it and say you've never heard it before, you could look it up on YouTube. And I like the remix also featuring Missy, Mr. Minor Elliot. And that's what I. Nice. You know, it, it, it's interesting how, like, back then, Missy, Mr. Mina Elliot would have been like the newcomer. Like, they would have been like, well, let's give yeah. this somewhat rapper a chance you know let's put her on here she's different and all of that but now she is like the the um <laughs> eminent queen of popular rap music or at least with the history you know anyway yeah but, okay so um and, and she's amazing she's been amazing she is amazing period Ooh. My older song, I'm taking it a little bit farther back than 99, but not not quite 1967, like I did that time with uh, Supreme Song. But my older song, I'm taking it back to 1996. And it's none other than 
There is a world where men can eat at all, but things are big that should be small. I can some anyway, but um, Jamiroquai, <laughs> his song, virtual, and, virtual insanity, that's what we're living in. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, I remember that song, and um, that came out in 96, so that was actually the year that I turned 13. That was the year that we moved to New Orleans, Louisiana, and I remember jamming that song. I, I always thought that song was just excellent, but I also remember one of my... Huh, former boyfriends i and i i guess the only reason i'm hesitating from saying ex-boyfriend because to come across like kind of negative to be like that's my ex i exed him off you know but i i feel it's lighter to say one of my former boyfriends instead of saying my ex-boyfriend but he was playing um but, but and this is back when i was 24 he was 28 and um he was playing some new Jamiroquai. And I'm like, really? Okay. I, I, I didn't realize he was still Jamiroquai. And I, I know I'm mispronouncing his name. But um, I think I, I you have making the music and everything. No, I said, I think you said it right. Jamiroquai. Cool. Uh, All right, really, friend. Yeah. Well, Take it away with our new song. All right. Um, well, <laughs> we started this, the fairly new song um, is by Mariah Curry from her 2018 album, Caution. And it's called Another Novel. And for those of you that might have heard the song, you realize it's an obvious sample from um, the 1996 song Crush On You by Junior Mafia, featuring the late Notorious B.I.G. And yeah, in the song, um, I guess you could hear Biggie's vocals in the song. Not quite backing vocals. I don't know what to call it. But yeah, you could hear him in the song. Yeah, you know, um, as we were talking like right before the show, you uh, we mentioned our songs. We don't always mention them, but we did this time. Mm -hmm. And when you said a uh, no-no, I I guess I didn't hear it or it didn't quite click with me what you said, but I actually do like that song. And I like that song for that reason that it samples, you know, all all <laughs> all early millennial gay guys love uh that that little Kim song, uh Lil' Kim and Biggie, you know, at let's anyway. But yeah, yeah, anyway, but yes. Okay. <laughs> My um new song is oh and um yeah yeah yeah. My new song is coming from the one and only 
free runway. And, and it's like um, our friend Domino video on his Instagram where he's some fly runway walk thing. And he was playing the song Hot Hot by Free One Way. And I was like, oh, I like that song. And I asked him, what is that song? He's like, it's Hot Hot by Brie Runway. And I'm like, yes. And that is my jam. I, 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 I enjoy that song very much. It's a 2021 release. And so I'll say, I'll give the titles of the upcoming uh, show segments today uh, for the week. It's hashtag make it make sense, hashtag choose help, hashtag dating gamer, hashtag T he wants FR is coming big. All right, basic complexity. Are you ready to get this show on the road, my friend? Let's go. 187. All right. And our first topic is hashtag verse tv 187a hashtag make it make sense at surface level podcast episode 501 the black gay agenda as we all know it is just an attempt to make sure that kids like don't learn about a set of things the cool thing about the moment though is that the internet exists right right so if you had done this 50 years ago it would have been a uh, a much harder thing to get around. Whereas today, I mean, we see all the kids organizing against the Don't Say stuff in a way that is truly beautiful. Uh, and I'm hopeful that like, we'll see that. I worry the most about elementary schools. Like, you know, cause fifth graders are old. People think about fifth graders as like uh, two year olds, but fifth grade is 10. Yeah, 10 yeah. year olds are people, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, that, I mean, that goes perfectly with what my sentiments are, which, which are that kids are much smarter than people give them credit for. Yeah. That part. Yeah. And they're learning these things either way, whether we decide to educate them TikTok, on it or like through reels, social media, yeah. through friends. And so I just can't get over how quick folks are to legislate around something like this when there's just so many more important things going on in the world. It's like old people making fucking laws. And you're just like, well, kids learn most of the shit they learn from the damn internet. Exactly. It's just like people are disconnected. <laughs> like, okay, you won't talk about it at school. Like, great i'll just look it up on whatever yeah i mean i personally think that this information should be introduced when the introduction the the, the content is being introduced like if you're mm -hmm. learning about if you have your flashcards out right and you're like girl boy like throw in trans boy trans girl like if you're talking about like you know like family structures mm -hmm. throw that in I don't, I don't think that there needs to be this sort of like gatekeeping to the information mm -hmm. where it's just like no we're going to teach you this first mm -hmm. this is the prerequisite mm -hmm. and then when you're old enough we can teach you about other things it's right. just kind of like let's not make it a big deal because it's not and i think that it's really hard to put yourself in that position unless you actually are of the experience and you understand that it's not a decision. It's not something that can be imposed on you. Yeah. It's who you are. So you either are or you aren't. And a, a, a textbook, a lesson is not going to like right. change your mentality around that. Oh, right. And I will start the timer. I always have to announce that. And I will say, Tony Jordan and Damon 
are uh, amazing. The whole Surface Level podcast is amazing. I am, I have been hooked on that like crazy. And also, I think Jordan and Daman, if I recall, they they explained that they both went to Howard. So it's like, oh, I love them so much more now. Um, I, I, I didn't hear if Tony said he also, but anyway, what whatever. And their special guest, uh, DeRay McKesson, love me some him. I love me some, I love me some him. But yes, so that's my initial reaction. And I had never heard it put quite so eloquently as far as, yes, uh, why, why is it that we're having the schools play like the role of the gatekeepers in terms of what information can be given to the kids, particularly in a world of where people have access to the internet. And, th and that's what they're saying. Like if, if kids don't uh, get it in school, they'll just get it online in, from the internet for better or for worse. And so it would be better to get it in a controlled environment in school. But I've heard some people talk about how it's, they, they want to wait until their child is old enough to give them such information and to learn. And I, I say, what if it was an opposites kind of world? What if in that opposites world, you were the gender minority or, or something like that? And you, the person who the school system was like, we don't want to teach about people like that because that's not normal yet. We have to wait until the kids are old enough to digest abnormalities. Like, get out of here with that. But, um, won't teach without people. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And school less, just like they were saying, school lessons won't alter a child's core that won't change who the child is because they learn about a trans man or a trans woman won't make them a trans man or a trans woman. That's not how it works. And I, I, I remember myself when I was a kid and my mom asked me if I, because I, I would run around the house with uh, shirts on top of my head as hair. And my mom asked me, she was like, when you do that shirts on your hair, uh, uh, I'll save it for the one minute. Basic complexity. Okay. Um, after hearing this, what I have to say that, yes, I completely agree that we do have to admit that these days kids are a lot smarter than we give them credit for. Um, I'm sorry. Um, my reaction is to let them grow up with accurate, keyboard accurate knowledge um, about people in general without any kind of hate attached to it. 
and that's all I have. Absolutely. And um, I will take a one minute and I think I will go ahead and finish what I was going to say. Okay. I remember my mom, because I, I would do that shirts as hair thing. And my mom was like, Aaron, when you do that shirts as hair thing, is it because you want to be a girl or because you want to be white? And because I, I was at that point, I was pretty much always the only black kid everywhere and, and everything. It was just always that. So th that's why my mom was like, is it one or the other? And I told my mom, well, it's because I want to be a girl, but I didn't really want to be a girl. I wanted to be white and I parents can see through that. And I, I, I think that good parenting plays a role in not having to worry about your kid being like trying to be something that they're not, you know? Yeah. And it's because my mom knew deep down inside that that wasn't, that I didn't really want to be a girl. She didn't press the issue. She was like, oh, okay. And just left it at that. And I, I'm happy being a man, period. Now, my one sentence, I will say, we are all on different spaces of the same humanity spectrum. Mm -hmm. and deserve respect. That's my one sentence. Basic complexity and your one sentence and or one minute. Well, your once your one minute if you want it and your one sentence. Yeah. Gotcha. Right. Um well I'll say these kids are honestly our future so we need to prepare them um with as much knowledge as possible the good the bad and the ugly just be real and moving on and basic complexity you'll go first after this one okay Hashtag Verse TV 187B, hashtag choose help. At Love Darren Fleet. I don't agree with that saying beggars can't be choosy. That's like saying homeless people can't be vegan, you know? Because I have a sign that say hasn't ate all week, will you feed me? And then you go and bring me a sandwich and I say, hmm, well, I don't eat red meat or pork. And you feel as if because I'm homeless that I should just eat whatever you get. No, no, that's not how it works. Beggars can be choosy people. I really do feel that way. Now, I'm not saying that I need a couple dollars and you just bless me with five. And I'm like, hey, I'm pretty more sure there's more where that come from. Because I know there's more where that come from if you could spare five. Yes, you could probably spare 20. But I feel like beggars can be choosy. I feel like it's the givers that shouldn't be heartless. Oh, you already broke. I gave you 50 cents. Yeah, but what can you really buy for 50 fucking cents? Whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
Okay. Um, all right. All right. I do agree with the general statement that beggars can't be choosers. That's just my personal opinion. Um, because in this hypothetical situation, a person asking for food or money is is sorry, has no idea. But my personal financial situation is so I mean I could be broke like them or close to it. <laughs> So it's not a good look to assume something about a person willing or at least trying to help you. I'm sorry, willing or trying to help you out. Now, this is, I'm sorry, now, is Darren right? Maybe sometimes, but not every single time. That's my opinion. You know, it's interesting. As you were giving your opinion, I was like, ooh, when I come on, I'm going to say I don't agree. But <laughs> I don't agree. I also agree. Like you, you, you kind of talk through that, and I'm like, that does make sense. I, goodness. Okay, so my initial reaction to this, I was like, right on, Darren Fleet, because sometimes people feel so far removed from homelessness that they have absolutely no compassion for the human life that is before them. That's a problem. I've seen yeah. that played out time and time again. That sucks. <laughs> My personal connection to it, I, I remember years ago, and mm, I'm smiling because I'm thinking about surface level podcasts and, and in anyway, but years <laughs> ago, I, I, I met this uh, homeless woman who asked for some change and I was intrigued by her because I'm like, huh, she has, like her hair looks like it was kind of nice at some point, but it, it just sort of became ratty, which makes me think like, okay, so she was somebody who was doing things at some point and then reached the point that she was not doing things. And she explained to me that she and her husband had gotten, like they were doing very well financially, right? <laughs> of course, beautiful house where 
in Bowie, Maryland, and which is in our P, our love PG County, and mm. in a and she was making good money as an executive assistant. He was making good money as a successful barber. Like the household was making money, right? But he would not stay out of the street doing his side mm. hustle. And she she would like beg him, like, please, you know, we make enough money. You don't have to do that anymore. You know, we, we, we're making good, strong, middle-class money. We live out here in Bowie. You don't have to keep doing that. And he kept doing that, got himself locked away in prison. Mm. And when he got himself locked away in prison, of course, that brought a two-family household with kids. Um, a, a two-income household with kids to a one-income household with kids to support. Wow, really? Okay. And because of that, she also ended up having to take care of um, a sick aunt. And next thing you know, she had a stroke, paralyzed, she lost her job. I'll uh, 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 take it in my one minute. Basic complexity. All right. Um, well, sorry, you did go first. This is just your, your follow up and your one sentence. Right. No, no. Um, I would say if a person needing help wants to be choosy, then I'm sorry, choosy and that willing to compromise, then maybe they were not as helpless as they came across. Just my opinion. And I, I will finish and say, yeah, so her sick aunt moved in and she had gotten to the point that she was taking care of her sick aunt and her kids and uh, trying to pay for this mortgage by herself. And she was under so much stress that she had a stroke and her stroke paralyzed her arm. And of course, you can't be a successful uh, executive assistant if you can't type. So she lost her job. And as a result, she lost the house. She lost the kids. Well, well, the kids weren't taken by the system, but the kids had to go with family. And the, ultimately, she, she had to move into a shelter. And mm. ultimately, that, that's where I met her, you know, needing money. And she, all of that to say, it's don't don't feel so far removed from someone or something that you're like, oh, that'll never be me. Those people, uh, you know, because you never know. You never know what brought somebody where they are. I'm not saying that you'll be brought there, but just don't don't ride a high horse. All right, my one mm -hmm. sentence is just that basically don't feel so far removed that you have no compassion and in the words of highly esteemed 
author Chinua Achibi, Things Fall Apart. Mm-hmm. There it is. And, and and that's a book right right there. Um highly, yeah. no, highly esteemed novelist. I hope I said highly. Let me read that one more time. Those move Hashtag Verse TV. I'm Aaron Mack. Kevin, aka Basic Complex Today. Hashtag Verse TV Family. Hashtag Verse TV. Hashtag Verse TV Family. One eight seven.